the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for this college training. Uh, my name is Carlos. I'm from, uh, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and um, I just feel so blessed to be here with you all this week. Um, I'll be sharing a few messages on, on this morning revival line, and, and, and Brother Charles is going to share um, a couple of them also. Uh, everybody suck, still coming in? Praise the Lord. Yeah, very good. Wow. What, a, what, what an enjoyment. There's no greater joy on earth than meeting with the brothers and sisters. Okay, we're going to open up this, um, open up your booklets here. We're going to start. I'm going to be sharing for about 20 minutes uh, about morning revival. About morning revival. So open up on the tab where it says private time. Private time. Okay. And I have, um, so I'm going to be sharing about 20 minutes. And then you all are going to practice having a private time with the Lord Jesus. And for some of you, this is really new. Maybe it's, maybe you've never had a private time with the Lord Jesus. Had a time of just enjoying the Lord in the morning all by yourself. But we're going to, this week is all about practice. It's all about practice. We're going to learn how to spend time with Jesus. It'll be very sweet. And, uh, and so you'll, you'll have that time after my sharing. Okay, so let's just look at the title together. At the very top of page five. Five, it says, uh, Morning Revival. Let's all say that. Morning Revival. And let's read the, the main theme. A private time and a hidden life with the Lord. Day one, and then it says, a private time. Okay, I just want to cover this a little bit. Morning revival. Now, some, uh, some Christ, a lot of Christians call this like morning devotion, you know, to have a little time with the Lord in the morning. Some people call it quiet time. But here we're calling it morning revival. Okay? And why do we call it morning revival? Well, morning is actually the best time to spend a private time with the Lord Jesus. It's the best time. It's before you start your day, before you do all your activities, before you get bogged down by work, studying, all the interactions with people in your human life. So, and we have this private time in the morning, and we call it morning revival. Revival because when you wake up from sleep, how do you feel? <laughs> I feel dead. And I feel tired, and I'm groggy. And there is, there is a desperate need when I wake up as a Christian to touch the living one, to be made alive and to, be, to enjoy the, 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 the fresh resurrection life of Christ. Okay, so every morning we need to be revived. I could say, through the singing, I feel like we're, almost, we're already revived. Are you revived? Did you touch Jesus this morning? That's what morning revival is all about. It's about touching the living one, about enjoying him, and it's about receiving his fresh divine dispensing in the morning. Okay? So, you know, this, this, um, this whole line of this, of this training is on the Jubilee. So, in the very, very early in the morning, as soon as we get up, first opportunity, we want to enter in into this Jubilee. And like last night it was shared that the Jubilee is a time of rest, right? Remember this? It's a time of rest. It's a time of enjoyment. 
and it's a time of shouting. We'll get into that a little bit later this week, maybe a little bit this morning. Okay, so, okay, then you look at the top of the page again. It says, a private time and a hidden life with the Lord. And I wanted to share this. You know, when we're in in the church life, uh, it's so wonderful, it's so enjoyable to gather with other believers in the Lord's name, to enjoy him. And this is, this is, this is critical. This is crucial. As believers, we flock together, we meet together, we enjoy the Lord together. But I would say that the basis of our corporate enjoyment of Christ is our personal, individual enjoyment of Christ. And the more we build up our personal relationship with the Lord Jesus, the richer, the deeper our corporate enjoyment will be when we're with the other brothers and sisters. This is really my experience. And I believe it's your experience too. Okay, so this, um, I want to share this also about the goal of such a time. Okay, a goal. Write down this word, goal. Goal of such a private time with the Lord. There's a couple wonderful verses. One is in Psalm 27. In Psalm 27, it has this phrase, to behold the beauty of the Lord. So when we have our private time with the Lord, the goal is to get into the Lord's presence and to behold his beauty. To enjoy the Lord's presence. And there's another verse, write this down, 2 Corinthians 3.18. There's a wonderful phrase in there. It talks about beholding the glory of the Lord. Got that? Behold the beauty of the Lord and behold the glory of the Lord. When we behold the, the beauty of the Lord and the glory of the Lord, we get revived. Hallelujah. We get enlivened. You know what happens? When you behold the Lord in this private time, you're going to enjoy God. You're going to absorb God. You're going to receive God's dispensing into you. And you will leave that private time with the Lord a different person. It will set you on the right track for the rest of the day to enjoy Jubilee Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, another point. I'll tell you what, the goal is not the morning revival time, our private time with the Lord. It's not, write that down, it's not to study the Bible. Okay, like for example, we have this booklet here. These messages are really awesome. There's excerpts in here. The goal is not to get through a reading, a reading of like an expounding of the word, like even this wonderful ministry that we enjoy. The goal is not to do that. The goal is not to go through a booklet. The goal is not to go through a morning revival booklet. Okay? The goal is not to confess your sins. The goal is to touch the Lord Jesus. The goal is to behold the beauty of the Lord. The goal is to behold the glory of the Lord. Amen. Okay. I'm going to mention a couple of practical points from these verses. Let's all read these verses together in your sheet on page 5. Let's all read Matthew 1423. Go. After he sent the crowds away, he went up to the mountain privately to pray, and when night fell, he was there alone. Okay, with your pen, you need to circle some some words or underline them. He sent the crowds away. Okay? With your pen also, uh, went up to the mountain privately. Circle to pray. And circle, he was there alone, alone. 
Okay, let's all read Matthew 6, 6. But you, when you pray, enter into your private room and shut your door and pray to your Father who is in secret and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. Amen. So there's a lot of really good uh, phrases here. So circle, enter into your private room. Your private room. Circle, shut your door. Let's all say that. Enter into your private room. Shut your door. And circle or underline, pray to your father. And double circle your father. So this is a personal, private time with the Lord, right? And your father who sees in secret will repay you, right? Will repay you. All right, you got that? Okay, so in this reading, let's look down. Second, uh, the second paragraph, there's a line where it says we have to learn. Okay, just keep your finger on that. Now, th- this portion in Matthew 14, 23, it's really interesting. This is, this is right after the Lord uh, Jesus fed the 5,000. He had done a wonderful miracle, took care of the needs of all these people that were following him. And then, it's really interesting. It's not on this page, but in Matthew 14, 22, it says that while, while he sent the crowds away, he compelled the disciples to step into the boat and to go before him to the other side. Interesting. So you can just visualize that. The Lord Jesus had just performed this miracle. He didn't bask in that glory. But what he did, he compelled his disciples, hey, John, Peter, get in that boat, I'll see you later. Go. He sent the crowds away. Who was he with after that? The Father. So did he start praying there? No. It says that he went up to the mountain. I considered, Lord Jesus, why didn't you just stay there and just pray and have a private time with the Father on the beach? But he didn't do that. He took a little bit of extra effort to really get away. Really get away. He went up to the mountain to pray to the Father. And there's a little principle here. I was considering, there's that wonderful verse that says, you should love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your Strength. And I consider this, to love the Lord with all your strength. In this context of the morning revival, is you, you need to expend a little bit of extra ATP. You study biology? You need, to, you need to get somewhere physically, find a private room, go, quote, go up to your mountain, find a place, and spend time with the Lord Jesus. And there you will get revived. So that's the biggest practical point this morning is like, find, you know, where it says, enter into your private room. After, when we release you, you're going to find your own, quote, private room. We're going to send you outside. We'll send you, you know, there's some, some spaces uh, here in the building, but not in the classrooms, where you can find your own private room, your little space for you, for you to behold the beauty of the Lord and to behold the glory of the Lord. Okay. Another point. Um, well, let me go on. Um, let, me, let me just share with you. Uh, I would say this about morning revival. I'll just go on to share with you a little bit about my, um, some practical points. Once you go up to the mountain or you enter into your private room, here are a few things you can do. Number one, 
Call on the name of the Lord Jesus. Call on his name. Call on his name. Lord Jesus. Let's all do that. Lord Jesus. Let's do it softly. Lord Jesus. You know, maybe there's people around. You know, you can't call that loud. So, Lord Jesus. Point is, turn your heart and exercise your spirit and call on the name of Jesus. And I, I really enjoyed this from the New Testament. Finding just, there's a couple examples of, of uh, prayer. One is Stephen in the book of Acts. Short prayers. You know, when Stephen was being stoned, what did he say? Well, he prayed for those, you know, that were stoning him. But what else did he pray to the Lord? What did he say? Go ahead, say it loud. Lord Jesus what? Yeah, he said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. This is a good example, short prayer. So when you're spending time with the Lord, you can just offer up just some little short prayers. You know, if you're tired, if you're groggy like I am sometimes, I'm just, Lord Jesus, I'm tired. How about we say that? Lord Jesus, I'm tired. Well, if you're not tired, it's okay. But how about, Lord Jesus, I love you. Lord Jesus, I need you. Lord Jesus, I'm so dead. Revive me. Lord, revive me. Okay, so that example of, of Stephen in Acts 7, that was kind of a, he was under some intense pressure. He was being stoned. You know, so he was like crying out, like desperately. That's, that's one way. But there's another example at the end of the Bible, in the book of Revelation. The Lord Jesus says to the Apostle John, he says, it's really, I love this little dialogue. He says, behold, this is Jesus speaking to John. Behold, I come quickly. And then John, he responds, amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Let's all say that. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. So call on the Lord and add little short prayers. This really helps to to get revived, to touch the Lord, to engage in a, in a very uh, sweet conversation with the Lord. Okay, so call in the name of the Lord. Number two, you need to handle the Word of God. And there's different ways of handling the Word of God. I would encourage you to do this. Read a small or a short portion of the Word. Okay? You can just read it. Read it. Read it slowly. Just a short portion. It could be a little verse. It could be a couple verses. But after you read it, then, based on your understanding, just pray those words back to the Lord. This is very good. People say sometimes, you know, I don't, you know, if I spend time with the Lord and I've tried, I just don't know what to say. Just don't know what to say to the Lord. Hey, we have a wonderful prayer book. 66 books, right? The Bible. The living word of God. And this is the example of all the, you know, throughout the Bible there's examples. And so many Christians throughout the years have experienced this. They just use the Bible as their prayer book. Just read a little bit. Based on your understanding, convert it into prayer. Exercise your spirit. For example, you have this verse, Matthew 14:23. He sent the crowds away. He went up to the mountain privately to pray. Lord, you can just say, Lord, I go up to my mountain right now. Lord Jesus, I'm here praying. You know, it says, and when night fell, he was there alone. You can say, Lord Jesus, I'm here alone. I'm here alone with you. Lord Jesus, I love you. You see that? It's so, so simple and so sweet. Okay, so you can be handling the word by reading and praying, or pray reading. 
And then uh, another way, I enjoy this a lot, singing the word. You can sing the word of God, like we did last night. You know, the song on Hebrews 4, 16, right? You know, coming forward. Therefore, you know that one? Come forward to the throne of grace. We really enjoyed that, right? So you can sing the word of God. You can sing a hymn. Maybe you have a, a favorite hymn. But in the morning revival, you, you shouldn't be bound to the whole hymn. If there's a hymn with five stanzas, maybe there's just one stanza that you really enjoy and you can just sing that and enjoy it. Pray it to the Lord. And the, uh, the third way to handle the, the word of God is as you read, praise the Lord. Let's say you, you, you read like John chapter 1, verse 29, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. You know, you can praise the Lord. Now, this is a great way. If your mind is wandering and you're thinking about this, you're thinking about that, you're worried about matters, a lot of times when you're conversing with the Lord, when you're in that state of being, you know, where your mind is really wandering, it's good to just praise the Lord. So you read John 1.29 and you just convert what you just read into a praise. You say, Lord Jesus, I praise you. Let's all say that. Lord Jesus, I praise you. I praise you for being the Lamb of God. He takes away the sin of the world. See, so simple. That's very good. Okay, last thing I'm going to share on a personal level. I'm going to share with you my routine, what I do in the morning. And you might kind of laugh about this. But this is my routine. Okay, so I get up in the morning. It, it varies, you know, unfortunately, you know, different times I have to get up. And uh, I, I've noticed this. I, I have a wife and four kids. If I don't get up before them, whoa, it's really hard to, uh, you know, have a private time with the Lord Jesus. So it's really important. So I set my alarm. And I'll just be honest with you. And that alarm goes off, snooze. Few minutes later, alarm goes off again. Snooze. Sometimes it's two or three times, but eventually, eventually I get up. And I get up. Don't worry about this is just me. I go to I, I I have a room downstairs. My wife and I, we have a room downstairs. I walk up, I walk up to the kitchen. And I'm just I'm, I'm half asleep. I say, Lord Jesus, oh Lord, oh Lord, Lord Jesus. Go to my coffee maker, make some coffee. I'm not promoting coffee. But this is what I do. And I, I have this sign. Some saint sent me a, a, like, a, like a, a plaque. You know, and I put it right next to my coffee maker. And it says, All I need today is a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. <laughs> and I'm there at the coffee maker. I, I make my coffee. And as, I make, as the coffee's Brewing there, I'm just, oh, Lord Jesus, pray a little bit. You know, I still haven't gone up to my mountain yet. I still haven't entered into my prayer room, but this is my routine, okay? And then I finally get my coffee, I prepare it, and I go downstairs, not to my room, but I have a little, a little room, like a little office. And I go there in my office, and in my office, I've got on my desk, I've got my Bible, my hymnal, a couple young people's songbooks, and I have my guitar right here. So... At that moment, I have climbed a mountain. I've entered into my private room. And that routine, you can say it's good to have a routine and to have a, you know, do your routine in a religious way. Make sure you do it every, every morning as much as possible to get to that mountain. 
But once I'm on top of that mountain, I'm in my private room with the Lord Jesus, then this is where it gets exciting. And I say, you know, I just, in a simple way, Lord Jesus, oh Lord, I'm just here. Lord Jesus. Just call on the Lord a little bit and open to the Lord. And every morning it seems like I'm feeling a little different. Maybe I had a huge failure the, the previous day. And I, I have a strong feeling like, wow, I just, I'm just a sinner. I'm just a big failure. You know what? But I, I realize by now in my Christian life, you know, I shouldn't wallow in my failure and self-pity. I realize the Lord Jesus, he died for my sins. He just wants me to apply his blood, to confess, and to come forward to the throne of grace to enjoy him. So, but if I had that strong conviction, you know, the Lord is like, you know, you're wrong. And then I just, Lord Jesus, I open, I, I find my hymns. I have a couple songs that I really enjoy singing on the blood. You know, and I sing those songs. And I just get washed. And I, oh, just get revived. And eventually I'm, I just flow out of those songs. And maybe I'll sing another type of song. And I'm praying. And I'm singing. I might read a little bit. But I think... This week, we would like for you to really practice having a private time with the Lord. And when you're up on the mountain, when you're in that private room, don't be religious. Learn how to follow the anointing within you. Learn how to follow the Lord's flowing. He might flow you into a song. He might flow you to pray, read some verses, to praise Him. There's so many ways the Lord would like to revive you. Amen. And... Um, Okay, it's about 8.31. Let me share with you one, one real quick, one little example. You know, I came here on Saturday morning, so I'm not in my house. I don't have my, I don't have my kitchen. I don't have my, I need a whole lot of Jesus plaque. I don't, I don't have my office. So I, I realized when I got here, even before I flew in, I was like, you know what? I got to find a private room. I got to find my mountain. So I'm staying with some brothers in an apartment just off campus. And, uh, you know, early in the morning I woke up and I went on a trek to find out, Lord, where's my mountain? Where's my private room? And, um, and I, I found this little park. It's called Scott Park. Don't go there. It's my private room. Okay? I found this little park off campus, a few blocks off campus. And in, in, this, in this park, oh, it was so beautiful. I felt like I was in the Garden of Eden. There was like all these wild flowers. There were trees. And there was a stream flowing through the park. I was like, thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, so I found my place. So Lord's Day morning, I went there. And then this morning, I went there. And, uh, and I was there just enjoying some verses. And actually, uh, yesterday, or uh, Lord's Day morning, I was praying some verses. And, and I was praying some verses in Psalms. You know, um, it says, whom do I have in heaven but you? There's nothing I desire on earth besides you. And when I got to that word nothing, nothing, I just, just a song just welled up within my spirit, gushed up. Nothing and no one can satisfy me but you anymore. Jesus, I love you, my only desire, oh Lord. Just love you. So I was pray reading, and the Lord flowed me into that song, and I was praising the Lord. Nothing, Lord, nothing, nothing satisfies me but you. It was really good. Okay, 
So this morning, I was enjoying, I was enjoying the Lord there, and I noticed there was this man far on the other side of the, of the, uh, of the park. And I, I saw him there when I sat down at the bench, you know, in my Garden of Eden there. And, um, and then I was praying and enjoying the Lord, and he came. He came up to me. He came up to me. This is in the, in the middle of my private time. I'm like, this is my private time. <laughs> so so he, he comes up to me. He's like, hey, you got a cigarette? And I say, no, I don't. And he says, do you smoke? And I said, no, but I smoke Jesus. <laughs> and I'm breathing him in right now. I'm just inhaling him. Call with me right now, Lord Jesus. I said, come on, call with me, Lord Jesus. Just say, Jesus is Lord. And he said, hallelujah. <laughs> I said, oh, that's good, good, but let's say, Lord Jesus. And he says, says hallelujah. I said, okay. He says, that's the highest praise. I was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, hallelujah means praise be to Jehovah. Do you know Jesus' name is Jehovah the Savior? You know, and then he's like, hmm, okay. Because he was resisting confessing the Lord's name. I was like, what? what? I was like, Lord, what are you, what's going on here? And, 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 then I, and then the Lord gave me a verse. And he says, I said, hey, you, you know, in the, I said, there's a verse in the New Testament that says that through Christ we can offer up a sacrifice of praise, right? The fruit of lips, confessing his name. So when you call Lord Jesus, or you say Jesus is Lord, you are feeding God the Father the sacrifice of praise. And he's like, hmm, okay. And then, and then he says, are you Jehovah's Witness? I said, no, I'm just a lover of Christ. And by the end, you know, in, in my spirit, you know, I was really enjoying it, but at the same time, I'm like, this is my private time. So, you know, I remember this verse, you know, about how the Lord, he sent the clouds away. So I sent him away. And you know how I sent him away? I cut the conversation. I said, have a blessed day. <laughs> have a blessed day. And that was like my sending him away. And then he's like, he's like, I was about to say that to you. <laughs> and I said, okay, we'll see you later. And then he walked off. And I was there. Lord, you're so rich. I wasn't, you know, I, it was like, apparently it was going to be a distraction, but then I just, oh, the Lord reminded me of a song I learned in college. It was like, oh, hallelujah, what a breath. God breathed self into man. He breathed in them and said to them, receive ye now the holy breath. And now we breathe him in. And now we breathe him in. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, what a breath. That was my morning revival. Hallelujah. Okay, so we're going to send you out. Come back at 9, okay? And find your private room, quote, unquote. Go up to your mountain. Listen, listen, real quick. Some of you are really, you know, this might be your first time. Okay, hold on. Some of you are, are please stop doing that, please. Some of you, it's your first time. And you might feel like, what do I do? I've never done this before. You might be a little bit timid about it. I would encourage you to fellowship with one of your serving ones, serving ones, and it's okay for the first few minutes, go with the serving one and just pray a little bit to get a little jump start. All right? Come back at nine. Amen. Go.